characters not like any time I've ever been in before. Own the movie It on digital and Blu-ray. My grandfather thinks this town is cursed. All the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing, an evil thing. A clown. If we stick together, all of us will win. Own the digital movie now and on Blu-ray January 9th. Read it R. We Alright, you were in charge last time. Okay, so I'll you're be in charge. charge this time. I'll be in charge this time. <laughs> Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 90. Woo! 90. Man. Jamie's been on like 87 of them, but 90. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> that was a loud vacation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm David Brody from Elmstrand the Morning Show. I hope by now you know that. Yes. And uh, that, of course, is. You know who it is, right? I hope you know right it's now Jamie. You're, right now you're listening, going, it's Jamie from Light FM in New York. Right. <laughs> Good. Good. So. This is part two of our interview marathon. We did five interviews in a row. And a little backstory. We we were doing the we were going to Walker Stalker Con and the uh, we reached out for media credentials. So if we if there were interview opportunities uh, we, or photo ops, we could be part of that. And so uh, Corey, who handles the media relations for Walker Stalker Con, emails me and says, Hey, great, we'll put media passes away for you and Jamie. Um, as far as interviews, it's gonna be hectic there, but would you like to do a couple of phone interviews? Uh, if I can get you one or two, I said, Absolutely. Yeah. who would you want? Anyone. We love the show. Everyone's great. Everyone. You know, I told him who we've interviewed already on the show. And he's like, oh, it's fantastic. He said, everybody here listens to the Elvis Strand Morning Show and, and, and Light FM. We're in New York, so we know you guys. Absolutely. So let me see what I can do. It's like an uh, hour later, I get an, an, an email that says, hey, um, Cooper Andrews really wants to do the podcast. Would you want to interview him? I said, Jerry wants to do the wants to <laughs> do the podcast? Jerry. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. I wrote back, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So then I, I texted Jamie. I said, we're interviewing Jerry. She was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so then 15 minutes later, he says, great, you're booked at this time for uh, Cooper. And uh, Greg Nicotero wants to do the podcast. What? I freaked out when he said that. So Greg Nicotero. So I text Jamie, and she freaks out. All <laughs> kinds of crazy freak out emojis are coming back at my phone. <laughs> so I was like, great, okay, two interviews. Then we get a text back. Caitlin Akon wants to do that. Yeah, my K- God. Caitlin's great. We love Caitlin. Great. Enid. Boom, yep. done. Three. I'm like, three, that's a lot. Because it was, it was Z100's Jingle Ball Friday. Yes. Which meant I had to go home, take a nap, change into fancy clothes, <laughs> and then go to this all-night concert. Yes. So it was a long day. And so, then we had Walker Soccer the next day. Right. Well, I get up for that. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I can squeeze in three interviews for people we love, and then I'm going to go home and go take a nap. I probably get like an hour. Email. Um, would you like to interview uh, Scott Wilson? Herschel, yeah. my God, oh yes. My, yes, Herschel, yes, four. Okay, all right. I think I can. I can probably get like forty-five minute nap. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> four interviews. That's four fifteen-minute interviews. That's an hour. Okay, fine. Then, like an hour later, I get. Guess what? Would you like to interview Michael Cutlets Abraham? Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. So we ended up doing the five interviews. They were yes. all supposed to be fifteen minutes. Yeah. Now I'm gonna give you a little heads up. You're gonna hear that Michael Cutlets was a little late. Just a smidge. So. You'll hear, it was a big moment. We <laughs> kind of, we gave him a little crap for it. You got a little sass. A little sass. And then we went <laughs> long. And then uh, we'll, we'll, after the interview, well, well, I'll tell you what, what happened when we met them. But yeah. uh, again, we didn't meet Caitlin because of her flight. We yeah. did get to meet Michael the next day at Walker yes. Stalker Con. So here's uh, Caitlin Nacon, and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, guys. 
guys, it's Caitlin Nacon. I play Enid on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David, Brody, and Jamie. Hello. Hi, this is Caitlin Nacon. Oh my God, it's Caitlin Nacon. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. I'm David Brody, and this is Jamie from. Hi, Caitlin. We're here from the Walkers Hi. and Talkers podcast. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to give us a call. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Let me give you some intro music. Ooh. in charge here. That's what the rules are. There you go. Ooh, Welcome. I love it. A little trap mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Caitlin. Thank you so much. We are talking to you thanks to our friends at the Walker Stalker Con. Uh, you'll be there this weekend in New Jersey. We will be there as well. Yes. 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 I'm super excited. Now, uh, do you come to the New York, New Jersey area often? Yeah. Um, I mean, I come up mostly for Walker Stalker Cons, and I've been up uh, for other reasons as well. Um, my dad's actually from New Jersey, so I used to come up all the time when I was a kid. To the oh, store. nice. Oh. Very nice. I knew, yeah. we liked, I knew we liked you for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Now, when we met you the last time, you had just become a full-time cast member. Yes. So, again, congratulations on that. Yes. Thank you. I know. It's it's been great. I'm, I'm loving it, for sure. Good. Now, the last time we saw you, which is the last episode, um, you were uh, going off with Aaron. And then in the in the leaked scene that hit the Internet this week, you're driving with Aaron. And then he asks you to drive the car if you want to drive. He also asks you about Carl, and you light up. You beam when he mentions Carl's name, which was very cute. And then suddenly you're driving, and then suddenly you, you I think you're going to Oceanside. Is that correct? Um, I don't know. If... Okay, you don't know if oh, you can tell yes. us. Aaron insinuated, I... yeah, that yeah. you were going there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, good. Okay. I'm, I'm, anything you can't answer, we totally understand. And then I it's... know, I'm so scared I'm always going to... No, 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 no. <laughs> we're very careful about that. So in the scene, you say, you know what, you turn, you make a left, and Aaron says, where are you going? You're supposed to go straight. And he says, I think I, think I know what they need. Now, that's it. You don't have to comment on that. But here's right. the thing. When you first joined the show... You know, you're a very innocent, adorable uh, actress. You'd think, like, this girl can't do anything wrong. Everybody thought you were a wolf, right? They thought you were a wolf spy. And now now people think you might be working with the saviors, but you were there way Mm -hmm. long before the saviors. And now with this scene where you turn off, people are like, is she working with Oceanside? Who's she working with? Why, Caitlin? Why? Why don't people trust? Why don't they trust Enid? What's going on? Or Enid. I can't get a freaking break over here. I was just trying to be a part of the community, guys. Come you on. You were trapped in the closet yeah, for I, so long. I just want to. Yeah. No, by the way, they never showed us how you got out of the closet. They never told us how you got out. Okay. No. <laughs> it was just, uh, you know, like a teleportation thing. That's her secret. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Hero power. Nice. Um, you're, just a girl, uh, you're just a girl that wants to roll a skate in the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, I think, honestly, it's because... There's not really much we know about Enid, and we haven't gotten to really know her that well, except for the one episode JSS, we got a bit of a backstory, but even still, like, there's still, like, a lot of things that's not really explained, like, where she was before that, and how she got uh, to where she was, um, and I think a lot of that mystery just kind of keeps people thinking, well, maybe, maybe there's more to her, maybe there's you know, a secret that we don't know about. And I think it's fun. I think it honestly, it brings um, a good kind of twist. Well, not really a twist because right. obviously she wasn't a wolf and so on. But um, I think it's 
I think it's a good way to keep the uh, fans invested. And I like I like seeing all their theories and stuff. I think it's fun to to see how invested they are into the show and what they come up with. Well, we at, doing a show that we do here, the Walkers and Talkers show. Um, we have to come up with theories all the time. And so yes. I'm not going to bore you with them. You can listen to all uh, 88 episodes when you get a chance. <laughs> I'm sure she has that much time. But, yeah. uh, you know, th- the theory we had, again, you don't have to comment, but we had a theory this week that you went off with Aaron because he just lost a loved one. And there's internet rumors that, you know, certain people die in this week's episode. You don't have to comment. Um, and that that might play into the fact that you're off with Aaron. We don't know. But there are people who have theories. You know, that you're with Aaron because he needs someone and someday you might need someone. If, God forbid, you lost someone you loved. I don't know. But these are theories. That's the what's beautiful about your show is that yeah. people try to go along. And you're, Enid's not in the comic books. So nope. there is no roadmap for, for the it's character. It's a wild card. Wild card. Yeah. And, he, and to be honest, even if you were in the comics, it wouldn't mean anything. Things, things change all the time. The fact yeah. that Carol's still alive is, you know, she died a long time ago in the comics. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, she was supposed to die like in the second episode. That's right. She killed she, in the comic. She kills herself. Comic book spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. Um, do you think? Well, you you know, obviously. Do you do? Should we think that maybe Enid, along the way, coming forward, there's a war. We might see you with more weaponry. Maybe shooting more, killing more walkers, more people. Are you going to get your hands a little dirtier? Can you say that? I mean, I think everyone has to get their hands yeah, dirty. Yeah, everyone. Okay. It is, yeah. it is a it is a war, um, but. I mean, that's never really been her style either, though, because she's always just kind of been, if she doesn't have to kill, she doesn't have to do it. And if she can find another way around it, she can easily do that. I mean, obviously, if she got the chance to kill, like, a savior and Negan, like, she would do that right away because she wants this all to be done. Um, But it's it's also just, you know, if she doesn't have to do it, she doesn't have to do it. But if she's put in that situation, she will kill. Okay, so, so you're you're you're, but, you're a mean, couple of steps seen, you're a couple of steps above Gregory. Yeah, <laughs> when it, we've seen like because um, we see how she gets around walkers when in the earlier uh, seasons of Enid, she she would just like throw a timer or do something to distract them to where she didn't have to like exert the energy to kill them. You know, she's like, what's the easiest way I can do this? Pretty much. Good point. Very smart and the least dangerous. Yeah. Now, uh, talking about Walker StalkerCon for a second, you know how New York, New Jersey people are. We're all crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, have you done them around the country? Because I'm looking at the list. You're, you're going to Portland. I don't know, but the convention is Portland, Sydney, Melbourne, London, Germany, Chicago, and Nashville. Do you know now if you're going to be at any of those, or is it too far ahead? Um, I'm, pretty, I'm going to Australia. I know that for sure, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to London as well. Excellent I don't choices. know about Portland, so. Okay. I'm, Super excited about Australia. I've never been before. So. Listen, nothing against Portland, but if my choice is Portland or Australia, I'm going to Australia. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Portland's nice, but that's good. Listen, you just turned, if I'm correct, you just turned 18 in June, correct? Yes. Congratulations. Uh, you, you're, you're basically doing what every 18-year-old does when they turn 18. So your friends must be like, oh, ho-hum. Ho-hum. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you have, uh, do you have a lot of friends your age who just... Are dumbfounded by what you're doing on a on a yearly basis, weekly basis. I mean, they always thought it was kind of stupid how I was doing so much work of like working on the show and doing school at the same time. They're like, "Why don't you just drop out?" And I'm like, "That's a good question. I don't know." Because <laughs> uh, it's, it, I mean, it is like a lot of work, and I think people can be impressed by that. Um, just how much I usually take on. Because I mean, 
just this past month, I was working two shows and doing online college at the same time. So it's wow. not like a, wow. I'm not taking like a backseat when I started um, <laughs> right out of high school. Um, but yeah, I mean, they think it's pretty cool. But my roommate works just as much as I do, if not more. Okay, but we don't see that. So we'll have to take yeah. your word for it. <laughs> We see, yeah. we see the work you're doing. Now, you mentioned another show. Uh, it's called Tagged. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Where would I find Tagged? What what network? What streaming season, service? Um, season 1 is on Hulu. So okay. you can stream Season 1 on Hulu. Okay. And then um, Season 2 and Season 1 are both on Go90, which is uh, it's like an online streaming thing for Verizon. It's like their Netflix, pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Now, do you kill anyone on that show? Oh. Not like. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I slay them with my looks. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Now, is there anyone that a lot of people show up to these conventions? They the cosplayers, right? They dress up right, like the characters. Right. Has anyone shown up as Enid? Have you seen anyone? Yeah, yeah, I've seen quite a few, um, and it's always so much fun. Now, it's what really is nice. it? What does an Enid wear to see to a convention? Like, what would you dress up if you were describing how you dress as Enid? What would that be? Well, usually, I mean, I would probably go with the earlier seasons because she's more recognizable that way with the whole backpack and the weird necklace thing that she had. And um, I would probably add in the green balloon tied to her backpack Aww, and the turtle. I, I know. Sorry. That's so cute. <laughs> the reason yeah. I ask you that question is that Jamie goes to conventions and she dresses up. So she needs a new character. Yeah, so maybe... I was Beth in the past because I'm blonde, but maybe I could do a wig or put my hair up or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I mean, if, I, if you, the more the merrier. If, if you see an Enid this weekend with long blonde hair sticking out. It might out, be me. It may... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So uh, we have spent, you're now the fourth of our five interviews today. And by the way, not in order of importance, of course. We spoke to Greg Nicotero. We spoke to Cooper Andrews. Jerry! Uh, we spoke to, oh, uh, to Scott Wilson. Uh, of course, played Herschel, yes. uh, and we're speaking to Michael Cudlitz next. Is there anything They're we should? All so is, great. is there any? Inc- so Michael, I said hi. Yes, yes. <laughs> is there any inside scoop? Anything we should say? Like, oh, I heard blah blah blah. Any dirt you can give us on Michael? <laughs> oh, on Michael? Yeah. No, he's just a big teddy bear. I love him. Yeah, I know. We we do too. I just know. Watching him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have any like. Okay. I don't have any dirt on him. I wish I did. We need people on the show who are really nasty in real life, but nobody is. You're no all nice. Is. No, no one is. Everybody like, loves everybody. Yeah, he's so great. Everyone's so great. Literally, when you were listing off everyone's name, I just wanted to kept saying, oh, yeah, I love him. Well, it's been a fun day for us. We are very excited about coming to uh, Walker Stalker Con this weekend. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll fly to Australia to, to see you there. We have oh some, my gosh. We have two weeks yes. to, to give up. Like that is a very long flight. <laughs> now, do you, yes. <laughs> do, you, do you bring your family with you, or do you just like, I'm out of here, be, get, gotta go? No, my parents are, um, my parents usually come with me to the Walker Soccer Con, um, and so they're going to come with me to Australia as well. Oh, good, good. That's a good Fun. move. French yeah. benefits for mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're loving it. <laughs> good. Now, do you, have, they do you, pay for their flights, though. Do you have any younger siblings? I have an older brother. Oh, okay. Because a lot the, the the character on the show is a little boy now on the show who who is the brother of Henry Henry, the brother of the girl who played Sophia on the show. Yeah. And so uh, we didn't know if yeah, you had like a younger brother or sister that might show up in a couple of seasons. You know. <laughs> no, no. I just have an 
older brother, and he is not interested in acting whatsoever. He's actually um, about to graduate from Georgia Tech uh, with an electrical engineering degree. Oh, wow. Caitlin, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, fun weekend with all the fans, and we'll see you there at Walker Stalker Con. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Cutlets next. Okay. I'm going to talk to him about the crossover. Okay. Nicotero said... He wasn't supposed to say that. No, no, great idea. That's right. He's like, we didn't think of that. What? How, I know, right? The entire fan base thought of it. I know. Okay, so during this period of time, we waited about 45 minutes for Michael Cutlets to call. I edited that part out, and now we're all caught up. Here it is right before he calls. You tell him to suck my nuts on you should yeah, suck that. my. I, I don't want to get offended. Like you're almost an hour late. Suck, suck my, my nuts. nuts. <laughs> suck my nuts. How great would that be? God, that would be hilarious. He probably would laugh his head off. All right, here he is on the phone. I'm definitely going to say it to him. I'm a little scared, but I'm going to say it to him. There we go. Hello. Hello. That's Michael Cutlets. How are you, sir? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm David Brody. That's Jamie. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. We are thrilled and honored beyond belief. Hi, Michael. Hi. Well, listen, I got a bone to pick with you, and I hope you take this as a good sport. It's no that, that I'm late? Yeah, you're 45 you? minutes late. So I have one thing I need to say to you. Yes. Suck <laughs> my nuts. All right. I'm all over it. <laughs> just just yes! breathe. listen i'm almost glad you're late so i got to say that to you otherwise if you're on time you're like why are you saying that to me i'm on time you're like what what a jerk man oh we are listen we're very excited to speak to you we're big fans Uh, i do want to say before we get into talking about uh walker stalker con and of course the walking dead i loved you on southland i just wanted you to know that and so oh, thank you. When I saw you were added to the cast of The Walking Dead, I went, "Hey, I loved him on Southland." <laughs> so, oh, awesome. That uh, I have the DVD. Went back when people bought DVDs. Oh, I have wow. the, I have it. I have the whole thing. So, do you want to shout shout there? Uh, listen, yeah. uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at Walker Stalker Con this weekend at the New Jersey Convention Center. Uh, now, are you going to be doing any other Walker Stalker Cons uh, in the future? In case people miss this one, uh, we got Portland. Yeah, I, think, I think I'm scheduled for. A lot, if not all, of them for next year. Fantastic. Well, we may have to fly to Australia to see you then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the kind of fans we are. Um, okay, so let's talk a little uh, The Walking Dead if we can, and a little sure. Fear the Walking Dead if we can. Um, sure. Loved the flashback scenes with Sasha. Those were unbelievably touching, um, and it was also amazing you showed up to Talking Dead that night with flowers yeah. for, for Sonequa. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, that was uh, that was that was my idea. Um, they they had told me that you know Sinequa was like, well, don't tell when have you you know appear on the show, don't tell her because she's actually going to be surprising them. So like, there's this sort of you know two two or three level surprise going on. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, I said, well, why don't I just you know uh, uh, instead of just coming on let's let's really surprise her and uh let's let's make it a fun fun thing so um yeah it was sneak was amazing and uh you know to be able to to say goodbye to her in in that final episode and then to say goodbye to her on the show and you know be able to uh, congratulate great. her on her success was was just phenomenal 
Wonderful. Now, speaking of surprises and that episode, I have to ask you a question because we've been debating this since it happened. In the season seven premiere Premier. episode where we lost Abraham and Glenn, spoiler, that night you did a live broadcast from the cemetery for Talking Dead, right? You remember the episode? I'm sure it's raining and all. Oh, yeah. And then... You know, I did all the things you're not supposed to do on live television. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes! Well, well, one of them, I, I, I kind of am calling you out on it because uh, when the show was wrapping up, you pointed to Scott Gimple and said, don't forget I have a big episode coming up. Now, you were dead, so the only other way that would happen is if it was a surprise flashback. flashback. Did you get grief for that? No, it wasn't. That that wasn't. Some people had said that that was uh, that was Scott had said something about. No, I did not get in grief for that. Okay, good. No, nobody knew at that point, um, and that that's not what it was because every, every everybody on stage, Scott had said Scott had said something to the effect, and you, you could, people were listening to this who were who are uh, Uber fans who probably need psychiatric help. <laughs> you go back and look. Um, love you. Um, we can go back and look at what Scott said, but he has, he had, Scott had said something to the, to the effect of, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of really cool stuff coming for everybody. Um, and I made the joke of, Oh, and I said, yeah, there's my episode. And I went, Oh, Oh, not, Oh, Okay. Meaning there wasn't anything for me because I was dead. Oh, Oh, that oh. makes total sense. I thought you were saying, because you hadn't no. filmed it yet, hey, there's a big surprise episode with me in it. Wink, wink. Oh, no. that makes total sense now. Okay. Yeah, no, not at all. I so take back everything Scott, we said for the past year then. Yeah, Scott had, uh, okay. they had not even let me know. Um, I'm trying to think of exactly when that aired. Because basically the, the first episode would have aired October yeah, October, like, mid-October. October, well, early October then. We were, I think we were in the first weekend in October then. Okay. And this year we aired later. Uh, but then we would not have been finished with the with the season until November 21st or, or something like that. So okay. it, would, it would not have been to the last week. So I still, I was still two weeks away from hearing about doing it. Oh, okay, great. Okay, good. Oh, they didn't I'm... let me know at all. Yeah. Okay. Because there's been a lot of people's thinking with the whole Fear the Walking Dead crossover. I'm sure you've heard this. Yeah, you know, the fans are just, they think a lot. Right. And because you were in Houston and the show yep. said we're going to Houston, it yep. seemed like, wow, we get Abraham back. And then yeah, you, uh, But then you tweeted, see you on the other side. So, yeah, because I was shooting a, a movie in Puerto Rico at the time and just getting ready to go back. I shot a movie of the John DeLorean story called Driven. Uh, we started it before Hurricane Maria, and we got evacuated, and then we went back uh, back to uh, Puerto Rico to finish. And that was right when I was getting ready to go back. Okay. Well, you understand the, the, the way yeah. the conspiracy theorists all went crazy was that that tweet meant the other side was fear. On fear. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> People, you know, like, my Twitter blew up like the day after, and I was literally like, what the fuck are you? I'm sorry. That's okay. No, no, go ahead. You can say, you can say, you can, you can say, you can say, yeah. So, who the fuck are you people talking about? Like, I don't like, like every single thing, you know, oh my God, he took a crap today. Like, people, people in Fear the Walking Dead take crap. She's moving. <laughs> Well, we, we follow a lot of other podcasts, a lot of video bloggers on YouTube, and the comment sections for weeks have been, K 
can't wait to see Abraham. It's got to be Abraham. Who else could it be but Abraham? And, you know, when they showed Lenny James, we're like, we were like, what? What? We thought that you were going to, like, grab Lenny James and then pull him off the camera and go, it's me. We were so, that, was there any time at all when you heard the crossover, you thought, I didn't get a phone call. Is it me? Did you think it could be you at any point? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not so, at all. So it was just, sort of like, I just, because I don't know, in retrospect, I was like, oh, that, I mean, you know, the, the, the theory makes sense, I think. Um, that's implying that uh, that that they stay with their timeline, right? If there's no time um, skip, right? Well, in order for yeah. them to get Lenny, uh, we don't want to go crazy with Morgan talk, but after Morgan leaves in episode one and before he comes back in episode three, there was probably enough time for him to go west to see family somewhere, you know, near Texas. It's possible, but it seemed like yours was probably the easier. Way I don't to do know. It. He he has the hall, but because you know we. We here at Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead like to walk around in circles um, and not getting very far. Right. If you look, if you look how long it took for us to, it took me two, two, two and a half years to get from Houston to Atlanta, and I, and I was driven. I mean, you know, right, <laughs> so right. I don't know how. Yeah, that's a good you know, point. This is like he's focused. He, you know, he can't, he can't get that far in, in you know, two, two and a half years, and Lenny's going to get, you know, in. Yeah, there and back. Yeah, and have some sort of stuff happen while he's there. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I would guess that they're they're gonna have to mess with time because there's some other other theories that are cooking too that I'm that I'm kind of liking. Oh, um, what are you hearing? What, what can you share? With us? Uh, I, I can't. Oh, oh these I'm are gonna... le- these are legitimate theories. Okay. Yeah. Well, the theories. Everybody puts more weight in my theory because. Like you said, you know, I I say something I'm talking dead, and people right. are like you knew that's right. the thing. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, no, we I... have, we have some theories about the whisperers and different things, but you know, nobody exactly. can confirm it. Now we exactly. we, we asked Greg Nicotero because we spoke to him about two an hour and a half ago because we're doing a whole mm-hmm. uh, whole bunch of interviews. Thankfully, you're the last one. We're wrapping up with the, our favorite. At the yeah, end. And I gave you a break. You did. Yeah. yeah, I got to go to the have bathroom. You're the best. You, know. <laughs> you, you had no idea how nice you were being. But anyway, I'm so, actually rest. I actually, I honestly, I overslept in theory. I oh. didn't really oversleep, but I, I woke totally up, got some coffee, walked around, and I was like, "This is a moment where I'm, I'm, I'm not home, and I'm not with my kids, and not with my wife. I'm in New York, and I have this awesome hotel, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna." I'm going back to back. <laughs> it's quite all right. You know what? It's, it's Friday for us. We're doing interviews today. It's no problem. It's not a problem. Well, I appreciate the uh, the kindness. It, it, uh, listen, we're, like I said, we're fans. You get to be late. Um, right. We spoke to Greg Nicotero, and I asked him about the Abraham character and the Morgan character, and I said, are you surprised at the feedback so many people thought of Abraham as the crossover? And he legitimately said to me, to both of us, you know, at the time, it didn't occur to us. Yeah. He said, now that everybody's saying it, it sounds, it's a brilliant idea, but it popped into their head to do Morgan's character first, and then when they started writing it, then everybody started assuming it was you. So I wouldn't be surprised if you get, like, a tail-end episode in fear. Just, if the phone rings, it's because, you know, we maybe put the thought in his head. So well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, if any of us were to do more episodes. Um, I'm, I am very surprised that we have not seen Herschel yet. 
um, in some kind of sort of flashback with Maggie with everything that she's gone through. Right. Um, oh, that's, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, because that's what that's one of the storytelling tools that they use. It's not like, oh, you know, they couldn't think of what to do, so, so they did a flashback, you know. It's right. like that. This is what we do, and we've done it from day one. We've done flashback. We've done uh, flash forwards know, now. Flash imagination stuff, right? You know, where people are just sort of like imagining what if, right? Or, oh, I um, want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And it's, it's like so. Nothing would surprise me. Um, people have said, you know, you're going to do more uh, uh, appearances in the flashbacks, or or just whatever. And I, I can honestly say I, I don't know, but I it would not surprise me. And uh, you know, and at some point, sure, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, uh, who, but, who knew but, Morales was going to come back this season? No, exactly, exactly. I want to see all the guys, uh, uh, all the guys running the nursing home. Yeah, the Vatos. I want to know what happened with those dudes. Okay, I'm, so like, let's go, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. That was that was pre Abraham that you know that, and you, that, I love that. Now, have you ever seen the deleted scene of the Vatos on online? No. Okay, so, so so what happened was season two, as it airs now, starts off the CDC blew up in season one, and they're on the road and they get stuck at the farm, right? They're on the parkway, but there's right. a whole ten minute scene that was filmed where after the CDC blows up, they go to visit the Vatos to get guns, and the Vatos is running an old age home to help care of, to take care of old and weak people. Turns out mm-hmm. they're really nice guys. And then something goes down, and they leave. And so that wasn't that wasn't deleted. That was part of the episode. Uh, n- no, it was. It wasn't part of the season two episode because uh, uh, what happened was they changed showrunners, and the new showrunner who I uh, didn't like that scene. So if you've seen it, then maybe it's a director's cut that you saw on oh. a, on a, on a yeah, DVD. No, I've, I've seen. I saw. I saw they came in, and you think they're think they're a bunch of gangbangers, and there's just hard guys. It turns out they're all just the kids of these. People in the nursing home that happen to be in, in an inner city, uh, Hispanic inner city. Yeah, but it, it's a longer thing with with uh, Andrea. There's a whole thing that was, del- that, to my knowledge, it was deleted or at least in, in the version I saw. Oh, but, yeah, but we okay. don't know where the Vatos are, and uh, you know, I guess they could show up if they travel north for some reason. You know, to Alexandria. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's uh, that's what I love about the world is that you know there's there's there are ultimate possibilities as long as we've not seen someone die right there there's the possibility the real possibility of them uh, appearing again and and the audience loves that you we know we still don't know where heath is <laughs> we still we don't care where heath is no we don't heath has, we don't he's like some big action movie hero like, <laughs> yeah Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have a theory about the the scene where you and Glenn uh, meet your demise, and I want to yeah. see if you agree with it. We feel it wasn't Daryl's fault Glenn got killed; it was Rosita's fault for not looking at the bat. If she had looked at it when Negan said, "Look at it," and she didn't look at it, and then Daryl defended her and punched Negan, and then Glenn got killed. and then Glenn got it. But you have well, to admit it's Rosita's fault. No, actually, it's Glenn's fault because if Glenn had never gotten Maggie pregnant, if he had gotten condoms well, at the drugstore. Yeah, that's true. They never would have been on that journey. How far do you want to take it back? That's, well, let's take it back to if he doesn't save Rick in the tank, then he's exactly. not there either. <laughs> All right, well, we, I like your theory, but I kind of like ours. We just, we like to, because everyone blames Daryl. And in, I don't know if you've seen the, the most recent episode, but, but Daryl's getting someone killed again this week, too. 
Yeah, no, it, it's I love that it, it's uh, I love that that Daryl got her killed. Um, that Daryl got him killed oh, because it, 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 yeah. it, it's such an engine for him, you know, to that guilt because he can't because he can't control his his rage and his compassion, you know, and his love for his family, and he just you know he's like this wild animal. And just, you know, that feeds into everything I think that Norman's doing with the character and, and how they're writing him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love it. It's, it's such a crutch. You know, it's, it's something that he has to carry around with him and, and try to overcome, you know, on a daily basis. Right. Uh, it's that internal battle that, you know, the same thing that Carol's going through where she's battling her demons of all the things that, that she has had to do to survive that. You know that, and it's not even about the guilt of doing it. It's the guilt of knowing that that she had to do it. You know, so it's this double layered, just kind of screwed up psychology that drives these characters, and it's 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 awesome. Yeah, but the, the, I think that's the thing about Abraham Ford. You you your character was loving the apocalypse. It seemed. He, I oh, think yeah. he was reveling in killing people at the construction site scene. I mean, you were yeah. you know. Uh, oh, he's in his element. He's you know he's he's you know he was. Just push go, man. Right. Do you think Abraham, if Abraham watched the most recent couple of episodes, would believe what Eugene has turned into? Or what's going on with Eugene? Yes. Um, I think Eugene is one of the most, you know, sort of one of the characters that is true, most true to himself. Um, yeah, well, he, he said that. To do to survive. Yeah, he said that to Gabriel this past episode. He said, I think you've forgotten who I am. I don't stick my neck out for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's because Scott listens to my interviews about uh, Eugene. <laughs> he wrote that because that's what I said. I said there's going to be two things left in the apocalypse: roaches and Eugene's. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they did a poll on Talking Dead this week, and they said should Rick take Eugene back, and seventy percent said yes. Would oh yeah, it's because they love everybody wants everybody to be together. The audience wants the family to be together, you know, sometimes more than the family wants to be together. Right, right. <laughs> well, do you, do you, knowing, that, knowing that Abraham punched him in the face when he found out he lied to him, would Abraham yeah. forgive him for this, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just a traveling well, companion, according to Aww. Eugene's character right now. Well, we do, you know, we do all, everything we do is, is to survive, you know, and... We don't always like it, and people around us don't always like it, but it's it's survival, you know, and, and he's doing exactly what he's done from day one. He's done what he's he's doing, what he has to do to survive. He just watched the guy that he thought was, you know, invincible. The, the In his mind, the strongest, biggest, most, you know, uh, capable badass in the apocalypse, he watched him get reduced by this guy in his bat. What is what chance does he stand? So his only chance is to is or choice is to die. Right. And he's like, I'm, I, he's too much of a coward to die. Yeah. Well, you know, so. speaking of you of you dying on the show, the eeny meeny miny mo thing was so fake. Negan knew he was going after you the whole time because you stood up to him. Everyone was trying to analyze, like, you know, is he skipping every other person? What's the order? And we were saying, no, Abraham just stood up to him. He's going after Abraham. Uh. So it was no surprise to us, but it was a hell of a six month of people trying to guess who got the, who got Lucille. Well, it was awesome, and and you know there are people out there who uh, who they make it their business to ruin it for everybody else. Well, we and, I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm not talking about the fans that that honestly are 
all the guests and have fun with it, figure out the little things of what they're seeing. I'm talking about the people who have inside information who put in, you know, stuff out on the internet who just ruin it because they just they just suck. Right. They suck by not right. a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, I know it's you're not, 100% you know, right. It's just not, television is not a democracy where people get, you know, well, we have the right to know or blah, blah, blah. And they're saying that they're figuring stuff out by photos on set. And this and that, who showed up, who didn't. It's like they're, they're just full of crap. Yeah. They have inside information, and they they ruin it for people. Yeah, I mean, the, they the, can fuck off. Right. The whole fun. One of the most fun things about The Walking Dead is trying to figure out what do I know from the comics? What did I see in the background? Exactly. What did they allude to? What was the foreshadowing? What did he mean by that? Yeah, that's the fun. Part. That's the fun. That's why we have a podcast. I don't need people yeah. putting up pictures of who. I, listen, they're promising yeah. this weekend, this episode coming up. Shocking. People will be talking about it. Shocking, shocking. The last thing I want to know is what it is. Don't tell me. I want to be shocked. As much as I don't want anyone to die, I'm going to be shocked. That's what I want. So That's good. Well, I'm glad that they are talking and I haven't I stay away from the, the chatter about this though. I don't I don't I'm behind. Okay. Because well, I was in Puerto Rico shooting, um, like I said earlier, so I'm I'm pretty behind on this whole season now. I all right, guess. well, it's, all, okay. all we'll say is it's a great season. It would have been fun to see Abraham in All Out War, but we didn't get to see that. That uh, would have been awesome to see him it, and Sasha for at least a couple battles. Yeah, you know what? When Dr. Denise got the uh, arrow through her eye, uh, which was your death, uh, Abraham's death in the comics, I thought, okay, uh, one of the things that uh, Robert Kirkman said was he felt he killed your character too soon in the comics and yep. how interesting it would have been to see Abraham in All Out War. So I thought, we all did, Yeah. oh, he's not going to die till at least All Out War. Which of course did not happen. So that seemed yeah. like the, the the climate of All Out War is right up Abraham Ford's alley. I mean, that would have been, you know, who would have enjoyed it more? Nobody. So oh, we would have had a blast. Would have had a blast. <laughs> All right, I have two more questions for you. We're going to let you go because uh, you know it, it's Friday. Um, number one, can, can we get a, can we get a really can we get an ID from you at the end? If you if you would sure. have a, good, okay, good. Uh, and then of all the classic Abraham lines that you've done uh, on the show that people remember, is there one that you looked the most fondly on or knew the minute you said it? This is going to be a line that people are going to remember. Well, the whole thing, the whole like sort of quote one liners started with the who's the Anna line. Um, so far as when the audience picked up on it, <laughs> it started from the beginning with the writers. Um, he was he was dropping. He was dropping the knowledge from from day one, um, you know, with with the with the monkeys left nut and with you yeah. know oh, killing yeah. the killing the truck and the whole story about you know him with the camel and all this crap underneath the truck and um, my favorite sort of uh, wisdom from Abraham came at the end of season five when. He was talking about the vast ocean of shit that you people don't know shit about. <laughs> okay. there's, this, there's a great monologue or paragraph. Um, and if you, if you say it and try to dissect it, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, really. Uh, but, it, but it does. I mean, it, it's more about the emotional content of, of what Abraham says than it is the specific words. Um, because he, he talks and you sort of like, if you really dissect the words and, and and look at what he's saying it's 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 very vague and sometimes confusing but when he says it there's no doubt what he means absolutely and i and that's what i love about that line the vast ocean shit you people don't know shit about rick knows every fine grain of said shit and then some and you're like yes you're like, yeah 
Like, if you look at it, you're like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> hey, guys, it's Michael Cousins from The Walking Dead. I play Abraham Ford. You are listening to Walker. What the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. We're going to use that We're going to use that. Thank Wonderful. you so much. <laughs> Michael, we'll see you this weekend at Walker Stalker Con. We'll be the ones hugging you. Fantastic. All, All right, Michael, guys. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of your time Thanks in New York. Thanks so much, Michael. Bye-bye. All right, I appreciate Bye-bye. it. Take care. Bye-bye. So there you go. Part two of the uh, interview marathon. What a great sport he was. I told Michael Cutlets, Abraham, to suck my nuts. I, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he was like, all right. He was like, all right, I'm all over that. Because he knew. Yeah. I figured if he got mad, we couldn't meet him the next day. Oh, my God. Because he's a big man. so bad. And I got, to tell him, I got to tell him how much I loved him in Southland. Yes. You have a chance to watch it. It's a, it's a, it's a police show, and he plays the surly, older police officer. And Ben McKenzie plays the young cop he's partnered with. Typical police show. But it's so good. Yeah. And you can see him as a cop, but you're like, that's kind of Abrahamish. He's just a tough, a ballsy, tough popping pain pills because everything hurts. Uh-huh. It's, just, it's a great show. It's just a dirty, rugged, um, needs-to-be-on-cable TV kind of police show. Southland. Definitely Abraham. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. Without the, without the, uh, yeah, without the, the red, red hair. hair. So there you go. Um, this is the time when I guess, depending on when you're hearing this, Happy holidays. Yes. Uh, all of them. Happy yes, New Year. Happy Festivus. Happy 2018, regardless of when you're hearing this, <laughs> yes. unless you're listening to this in 2019, in which case, what took you so long? Yeah. I mean, you know, we did this in 2017. You had all 2018. <laughs> so. Well, it's almost 2018. It is when we're recording this. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's cold here in New York. So, all right. And And nothing crashed this time like it did. Thank God. Last week. Yes, that was a little stressful. All right. Well, part two is done of our interview marathon. It's time. What time is it? It's It's time time to to shut shut this this shit shit down. down.